Hey guys, welcome in and thanks for joining us for episode 9 of Whiskey Flicks. Today my brothers and I will be pairing Wild Turkey Long Branch, a straight whiskey bourbon created by Matthew McConaughey and master distiller Eddie Russell, with Dazed and Confused, the 1993 cult classic following a group of high school teenagers, last day of school in 1976. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. I wish I could do that at work. I wish someone, I wish someone would start talking to me. I'd just be like, nice to see you. <laughs> we don't have to do this. We don't need to have this conversation. That was your weekend. Good. Mine was fine. Nice to see you. Do we, assume, do we assume he had two cases of plutonium? Or did he go back and pick that one up and bring see, it to the... Wait. Wait. Great question. Shittiest walk home ever? That's got to be one of them. You just got your ass kicked, embarrassed, and school starts tomorrow in a place you've never been before. All right, guys. Drinks in hand. Cheers. Taylor, we'll throw it to you for the review of Wild Turkey Long Branch. Awesome. Uh, so Wild Turkey Long Branch, um, initially I was not a huge fan. Um, it was just very hot. Just, I thought it didn't deliver a lot of notes, but now that I've drank it a couple of times, it's got really nice sweetness. Um, I think a little bit too much sweetness was probably my big critique with it when I initially had it. I just thought it was way too sweet. Um, and again, for the price I paid for it, which was $40, um, I just thought it was a little rich for, for what I was getting out of the bourbon, which was kind of one note, just a lot of sweetness. When I tasted it, I was like, yeah, this is a bourbon, um, but not that complex. Uh, the mesquite wood, I do kind of get like that sort of barbecue chip flavor in there. Um, so that definitely comes through. I like the charred oak on it. Um, overall, I, I think this is a decent bourbon, but I wouldn't go much more than saying this is a decent bourbon. I, I thought this was all right. Excellent. Me too. I um, I think for us, um, this is probably the best movie and bourbon pairing we've done since we've started so far. Um, everything, they both kind of grew on me. Initially, like you said, Taylor, when I tasted this, I was like, oh, I did not expect that at all. I wanted it to be so much better. Um, maybe it was just out of the bottle a little tight. So after leaving it in the glass for a minute and kind of letting it open up uh, and trying it a couple more times, I did get a lot more. Um, it does have a really cool texture to it. Like it is very creamy, like a really smooth mouthfeel. Once you get into it, kind of buttery, which is pretty cool. Like coats the top of your mouth, gets it smooth. It is hot for sure. There's a definitely, there's a heat finish to it. Um, sweetness, Taylor, I think you're spot on. It is really sweet. Now that you say that, overly sweet. Uh, but a little bit of vanilla on the nose. The mesquite and the charcoal, that obviously comes through. There is a ton of smoke on this, for sure. Um, for the price, like you said, maybe not a $40 bourbon, maybe more of a, a 30 But uh, it, it was pretty good. It, it grew on me. It's, it's a good bourbon. It's decent. I think it's more you're paying for the, the signatures on the bottle. Sure. You know? But, uh, yeah. It's definitely, it's worth drinking for sure. <clears throat> so for me, 
uh, when I first had it, and I sent you guys that text, I, I didn't care for it at all. Um, and <laughs> the price I paid for it definitely, like, I was like, ah, it's even worse now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, this is not, isn't worth it at all. Um, but uh, I tried it a couple of days later, and almost instantly, this, like, the next glass of it that I had, I liked it uh, quite a bit. Um, the sweetness is definitely there. I, that I get, and I usually don't get anything like that, but I, this one's pretty hard to miss in terms of just how sweet it is. Um, <laughs> how sweet. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unlike you two, though, I liked, well, I guess this is typical, um, since I guess it's an extreme, I liked how, how sweet it was because um, I think it's very different from what we've tried so far. There, there, there's been sweetness to ones we've had, but this one is definitely like in your face, and I enjoyed it. It wasn't too much for me. Uh, there is heat, but I liked it. For me, it was very smooth. Really was again after I tried it a second time, and the finish for me is quick though. It's like for mm -hmm. me, as soon as I'm done, like it's pretty much gone. Uh, like Mike said, there is it coats the pal a little bit, but I don't I don't get anything like neck down. Like it's nope. not like something that like lingers at all. Like as soon as I'm done with it and I'm I'm finished, it's like okay, on to the next sip. Kind of spot on, spot on. The finish is super quick, definitely. It's all about initial with mm -hmm. this one for sure. You get right. everything right up front, and then it just goes away. Yeah, that's a really good call, definitely. But I mean, yeah. All in all, good bourbon. Yeah, but definitely, yeah. definitely a good bourbon. Definitely a good bourbon, especially for one of the celebrity endorsed ones. I I feel very skeptical going into all those kind of, you know, who sponsors right. this one or who's invested in this one. It's right. Chances are it's going to be a big swing and a miss. So I don't think this was a swing and a miss by any no. stretch. This is a, definitely a drinkable bourbon. Definitely a nice sipping bourbon. Um, and again, I, I know this is a big thing for us, but I just want to make sure it's in there. I like the bottle a lot. The bottle's beautiful. The bottle's very nice. Again, PJ, like you said, you brought up anyway, the raised letters <laughs> on the glass. That was officially Michael, but then I kind of... Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, either way, whoever brought it up, great call because it does add something. Like it does. when I was paying 40 bucks for it, I was like, this makes sense just based on yeah. bottle. The bottle is pretty as hell. The cork is beautiful. The top yes. is nice. They got the engraving of the wild turkey on there. Yeah. It's Label probably, probably my favorite top out of yeah. all the ones we've had. Very I, nice. love, I love the, nice. it, the turkey and, and the, yeah, perfect. It's very cool. They definitely got that right. Very, I mean, we went so far as to give you the little indentation on the bottle up here, which is very nice. Yeah, I like super. the label as well. I like the the black lettering, with, you know, with the gold or copper right. outline, whatever you, whatever you want to describe that yeah. as. I think it's nice. It's it's simple, but then you have the raised lettering underneath, which obviously, yeah, is is always cool. If I'm giving their creative director director Matthew McConaughey any credit, it's going to be for the bottle because I'm sure he had something to do with that for sure. Of course. It's Other than that, bottle. I'm pretty sure it's he stayed bottle. out of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he <laughs> stayed out of it. But I'm sure he was like, I'll do the bottle. <laughs> I'm sure he was also there for the tastings. Oh I yeah, see him being Definitely. being on board for the tastings. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into a review. Taylor, take it over. So I, I think just going back to a lot of the points that I brought up about 
this bourbon, the price point, the the taste. Um, and now that I'm thinking about Woodford kind of being in that same sort of vein as this as this bourbon, I'm going to give this a strong two. Um, just a little too sweet for me uh, for $40, just not as complex as I would like it. Um, give it a strong two as opposed to a firm two for McConaughey's signature on the bottle. Um, <laughs> no, no, just kidding. This is this is a solid. This is a solid whiskey. I would. I would order this if I saw it at a bar. Don't know if it's something I would keep in the house. Um, but again, to have to have a glass of, I, I could definitely get on board for that. So I think a strong two is fair. Not my favorite. Definitely not my least favorite. Uh, so that's where I'm at with it. Awesome. For me, I um, initially, I was right where you were. I was at a two. When I first tried it, I was like, oof, this is not what I expected at all. But... Having tried it and let it sit for a little bit and open up a little bit and try it again, I'm going to push it to a three. Um, I think the price point isn't where it should be. I think you're right on that for sure. There is a lot of sweetness, but I do think it has a lot of character if you can get into it. I think if you can break it down and take the time to, to drink it and understand it a little bit, I think it does have a lot going on. It's just hidden by a heavy hand on the sweetness. So a three is where I'm going to, I'm going to sit with that one. That's fair. <clears throat> and for me... I'm, I'm right with both of you. I, I was at a strong two, soft three. Um, the price point is why I le lean to the strong two, but I enjoy the sweetness, so I'll, I'll give it a soft three. I wish it was a little cheaper. Um, it would, If it was, I'd probably just be a three, but given the price where it's at, I say soft three for me. Shout out to the Junk Foodies Pod for recommending us trying Wild Turkey Long Branch Whiskey. Brought to you by Matthew McConaughey. I'm going to read your thoughts. All right, all right, all right. Initial thoughts <laughs> on Dazed and Confused. I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to give you my initial, initial thought. On this I'm one. Excited. So I have never seen this movie before, as we've talked about before. So crazy. First time watching it, when it finished, my initial thought was, oh, shit. I was like, oh, no, did I just not like this movie? Because I have heard, I told everybody that we were doing this that I talked to about what we do, and they had all said, oh, amazing, amazing, so good, so good, you're going to love it, so funny. So I went in and I turned it on. You guys have always talked about it, and you're, you know, it's awesome, love it. I turned it on, I watched it, and it ended, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? I have no, what am I going to do? What am I going to, I don't know what to do right now. You're out. <laughs> I was terrified. Like, the credits came up, and I was like, oh, shit. What, what, wait, that's it? It's over? There, is there a gag reel? Am I missing something? So that was my initial thought. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I'll start by saying I've been so excited to talk about this one. Um, I think I have. I have a good. I have a good amount of notes here, um, and that's just stuff I'm going to get off the top of my head. Um, this movie for me was quintessential. Like starting to go out in high school, I used to love watching this movie. Um, you know, it, it just like it, it kind of sums up high school with parties getting canceled trying to figure out what the heck you're going to do for the night. 
Um, Ending up in the woods. Exactly. <laughs> Always in the woods. Always in the woods. It just, it's, it's so, it's just such a fun movie to watch. It's for me now is number one. If I catch it at any point, I'm gonna watch it all the way through on TV or whatever. But also, if I'm hanging out and drinking a little bit, and I want to watch a movie. This is definitely at the top of my list for drinking movies to watch for sure. Um, so I'm right in line with Taylor. Um, it, it's so, it's so good. It's, it's really good. It does, uh, like Taylor said, it does sum up very well, uh, just like a Friday night <laughs> or like a Saturday night in high school. And, uh, also just like how I, I remember thinking of high school just being like, like, this is fun, but dear Lord, I hope this isn't the best years of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in terms of just being young and not giving a shit and like thinking stuff that matters, like when you realize later it doesn't matter and all that fun stuff, it's just, it, it's very good. It, in, two, in 90 minutes or an hour and two minutes, it encapsulates, it encapsulates it perfectly. Cast is amazing, really good. Obviously, I know we're going to get into the soundtrack, but I mean, not much has yeah, to be soundtrack it's awesome. all the time. Um, and it's just, it, if it comes on, I have to watch it, and I'm never disappointed. And I always pick up something new every time. It's just, it's just fun. It's great. <laughs> Let's get into the funnies. Every time I hear the intro to Sweet Emotion, I think of that opening scene with the Pontiac GTO, then pulling up to high school. And now you guys may ask, how often do you hear Sweet Emotion? The answer to that question is every single day. Because we listen to the same 50 songs at the store. So I hear that song every single day. And whenever it comes on, it is like one of the better moments of my day where I think of that scene. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I should watch Dazed and Confused because I love that intro scene. It's so cool. I love, I obviously, the slow-mo with the car pulling into the parking lot. That car is ridiculous. Oh, man. Um, all the cars I, in this movie. All the cars are ridiculous. That's that's a good call. Um, but, yeah, Sweet Emotion's such a such an appropriate song to have playing when that – uh, when they pull in and then it just really it just sets the story and every time I hear it and see that scene I'm instantly locked into the movie like Taylor said and this is what I've heard from a lot of people who love this movie who have seen it a million times if you hear a song you can recall the exact point of mm -hmm. the movie because of that song the music is just I mean like you said it's you can match a scene with the song you can hear the song you know the scene like so i mean do you guys feel like you uh had brought it up if these are the best years of my life shoot me or kill me do you think that we were in our times the same that when i said that in 90 i graduated in 93 so 92 have if i had said that in 92 was i correct because she they were dead wrong like obviously the 70s were friggin' amazing yeah, sure. right the music was sick the cars were beautiful. Like it was just a you're smoking weed and hanging out coming off the sixties. It still has that kind right. of that vibe to it. Like it was obviously like 
did we have that in our generations? Are we missing what we had? Like, I don't know, 93 Pearl Jam came out my senior year. So that started, the grunge thing started. So I guess I had that going. But do you uh, feel like your generations had it? Uh, I'll try to answer this. I think everyone, maybe not everyone, but most people in high school or whenever you're young, whatever years those are, you always think it's shit. Right. Like, it's right. always the lamest generation or the lamest four years or this and that. But to your point, Mike, like, I think... Yeah, would that like stretch maybe be considered better? But I mean, growing, I mean, you being in high school with the grunge thing, like that's super cool. Like you experience right. that, like at the time you would want to experience that, right? Like you don't want to be 45 <laughs> and dealing with, you want to be in Absolutely. high school and being like, yeah, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, this and that. Like for me, I mean, yeah, it was like lame stuff, but like, uh, in terms of music, like Dave Matthews and like going to, and I, I know people are going to, if anyone watches this video, they're like, oh, you're Dave Matthews fan, what a loser. But <laughs> I mean, selling out Giant Stadium three nights in a row and like going to those concerts, like that was cool. But at the time, like being in high school, I'm like, ah, it sucks. Like nothing cool ever happens, <laughs> uh, right. you know? And like, I mean, even stuff like, which is going to sound really lame, but like even the boy bands at the time, like in Sing Back, like that shit was crazy. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and like, that's time like, ah, it's lame. But looking back, you're like, ah, it wasn't, it was cooler than you think of it. And I, for Taylor, I don't know if, if, if you agree or I, I think when you look back. Right. You appreciate yeah, I guess that's anything, the better frame of my question. Opinion. I guess the better frame of my question would be, do you think that there's somebody in your class, your generation, that would make a film about your generation looking back where you'd be like, oh, shit, that was pretty friggin' amazing? Like, if somebody looks back on that movie this in Days and Confused, you're like, god damn, that yeah. was a time. So definitely right? no for my generation. <laughs> At least I would, I would hope not. Um, it's going to be a bunch of kids with, like, jewel pods and... It's it's not going to be an enjoyable movie. Um, I think I think though when you're in high school, like you said, PJ, it's always grass is always greener, right? Um, to be like, uh, you know, it, it would have been so much cooler if we were in high school during this time. When I think every single high school kid probably has the same thought, where it's like, ah, you know, the '90s suck. Or the 80s suck, right? right. You know, like, like it seems like that's the thing. Um, like when Cynthia said that, it was hilarious. Like the 70s obviously suck. Maybe the uh, 80s right. would be better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the exactly. 80s were not better. The 80s <laughs> were not better. <laughs> but that seems like, I think that's just like a young person thing. But I think you can always look back and, and you'll have like the, oh, that was cool. That was, you know, that was something unique that happened. But no, compared to, I think, the 70s, like, you know, looking at that whole movie, there probably wasn't a more fun time to be in high school than in the 70s. It seemed like it was pretty awesome. I would pretty have lawless. That. And that was I would Texas. Have to agree with that. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. And I thought, didn't the 70s get hamstrung with the disco era? Right, it definitely did. That was mid right? to late, right? Mid to late that was, 70s. That was, was like going into the 80s, yeah? Yes. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 76 is right on the precipice. They were like right there. Mm -hmm. Right? So that must the early 70s, 70s must have been insane. But, but yeah, yeah, watching God. 
No, 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 finish, finish. I, I cut you no, off. I was just going to say, watching that movie, just go back to it, like, Amy and I watched it again last night, and the, the one thing we kept talking about was just, like, the, the car, like, all the, the cars were so amazing. Like, that, that truck that that kid drove to the middle school to make, to get the oh, yeah. nervous, that truck was sick, and that was probably the worst car in the movie. Yeah. That, yeah those, they're wrong. so good. Like, that Ford, that blue Ford Ranger that all the coaches were hanging out by, mm-hmm. that thing's <laughs> disgusting, or a Bronco, whatever it was, it's yeah, so right. good. No, there were some, there were some really cool cars. Uh, but, yes. so what, what I was going to say is, so, but is a movie like this, we're watching the movie not having lived during that time, obviously. So is someone who lives, who lived, lived through it, do they have, does it have the same impact on them? Because do they see it more as like a movie or as like a fictional thing? Because they're like, well, when I was in high school in the 70s, it wasn't like that. Like, I just, I didn't Probably. have a car. I walked to school or, you know, like, or whatever. So, like, I think when you don't live in the, and again, this could, that could not be the case. Anyone who was in high school in the 70s might look at this movie like, ah, spot on. I wish I was back <laughs> in the 70s. But I might look at, like, a movie early 90s where you lived through it, Mike, and be like, ah, that's cool. Right. You know? And I'd but like, you might look back and be like, yes, high school sucked. Right. <laughs> I think that's I'm why this movie sucks. I want to kill so myself because I listen to Pearl Jam all the time. And, you know, <laughs> but, like, it can be, like, idealized sure. you know, for people who weren't in it. So I don't know if that's the case here. I don't necessarily think so. But I think that might have something to do with it where – not knowing what it was really like, you just be like, oh, that's, that's great. But living it in tech, like, I'm sure, there people in Texas in high school and are like, I never did that. That's bullshit. And <laughs> yeah, my car was crap and I never got laid at all. <laughs> I'm spamming zero stars. <laughs> I, I think that that's why this movie's so awesome is because it just glorifies like the high school night out, right? Like, I don't think. Anyone, I, I mean, I'm sure we've all had great nights out in high school. I mean, everybody has at least like a couple, right? To to look back on that you, that you remember. Um, but like, every, I don't the thing is, nice, by the way, <laughs> true. <laughs> but, there are a lot of. Them. <laughs> but this movie, just like from start to finish, going through the whole last day of school to the evening hangout is why it's so awesome because like everything just comes together and like each segment is even though we weren't in the 70s i think like to a degree everybody did sort of similar things of you know maybe we weren't going to an arcade maybe you guys were going to an arcade but like there's mutual there's mutual hangouts right what a dick yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's an arcade i don't know everyone had like the the same like i you know the same thought process on the last day of school was just like walking around no one really cares you're just sort of checking in to to be there and then it's you know then your party gets canceled so you go to like the common meetup spot and like everyone has that sort of thing it it sort of you know transcends each generation so i think that's why the movie is so relatable even for people who aren't from the 70s that's what i got from it after watching it a few times like high school's high school exactly it's always the same you can put it in any time frame it's always the same it's just going to be a different a different soundtrack <laughs> or right you know, <laughs> right exactly. yeah the case that's may great. be definitely to go with what you were just we were just talking about about high school's high school i love that every 
ridiculous pothead is somehow the greatest engineer you've ever met in your entire life. <laughs> when he's in class and he's like, you're getting air in here. You're getting, you gotta get, <laughs> see that? It's bad. It's just bad. <laughs> he's, he's thinking on that next level. I yeah. love that. That's every, every person that did pot in high school that I ever knew was always like the most intelligent person when it came to like building shit. Like, yeah, no problem. A banana? Sure. Just poke a hole in the top. Put a little piece of wood in the bottom. You'll be fine for days. <laughs> I was like, all right. See, that's cool. another thing I, I love about this movie, uh, which I made a note about, is like Slater, Benny. It's such an easy watch, and it's one of those movies where all the main characters just have a first name. None of them have a last name. It's just like easy, and it's so quotable. And Slater's definitely, you know, like you just brought up with the wood shop class. He just has so many quotable lines. Like, I, I love, like, when you first get introduced to him. And he's like, how's it going? He's like, it's fixing to be a lot better, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, already looking forward to the party. <laughs> he's like, I just got to swing by your house for some business later. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about, man. And he walks away. <laughs> I, like, I like when he takes, like, five seconds to decide he's going to go to the party. What yeah. time is it? 9.30, 9.30. I'll be there, man. <laughs> Where else are you going? <laughs> so good. Oh, what I was going to say, backing up, Taylor, to when you were talking about high school and stuff, was this do you, was your high school class that cohesive? Like, this group of friends were so many different. It was very clicky when I went to high school. Very. Oh, yeah. There was, it was very much jocks, stoners, skaters, that whole thing. Mm hmm. I think for me, when I watched this, I kind of related because I tried to reach out to those. Like, I was, I said hi to everybody, like, whatever. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm not going to just hang out with the jocks because they're idiots. You know, I wanted to see a bunch of people. But for you guys, was it like that? Was it a, a big unit or were you guys very, because these guys were like, there was a football player hanging out with a stoner, hanging out with a guy who just was graduated seven years ago. Like, like you know what I mean? Was yeah. it like for you or no? It was, there was a larger group that encompassed everyone. So um, most of, I guess, my friends all played sports of some sort, either soccer team, football team. So we all came together. But then there were the group that smoked pot, the, the only group that drank. But like whenever we were doing something, it was always just like everyone came together and did a something. A collective? That's wild. Yes. Yeah. We... we intermingled more and i was always uh in between <laughs> like yeah i i, I kind of moved between like my we're all the same here my football friends here. and then I, I would move my football friends to my soccer friends and like we like obviously football because we were playing football together so obviously we what are we doing tonight and go from there but then like <laughs> when it wasn't football season i would kind of move to the other so go back and forth but it was always, what are we all doing? And everyone would it'd be someone else's house or the house would fall through and we end up in the woods. But everyone was always there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely had a more cohesive group. It was it was kind of all, everyone was just trying to do something. I think we can all relate with Hackettstown not having a ton of stuff to do. So I think everyone was everyone was kind of on board with, like, if we can find something to do, I'll, I'll hang out with pretty much anyone. Uh, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't go. I only went to two parties my entire high school career. Um, 
because I didn't I didn't drink until after high school. So I went to a couple. I know, right? <laughs> Looking back, such a wasted time. Um, what did you do? No, I didn't. All I did was play. All I did was play soccer. I obviously didn't study. <laughs> so I was I was sober, stupid, and just played soccer. That was my whole thing. Um, but I went to, and I remember the party being very much who I thought would be there. It was that clicky in my time. It was very much the jocks were the popular kids, and they were all there. Like I didn't see the kid who I talked to in math class. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see the right. kid I saw in the hallway that said hello to. So we were very much in my opinion, or how I saw it, very separated. It wasn't cohesive. So watching that, I was like, that's weird that they would all like, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, these guys all get along? That's so yeah. strange. You know what I mean? For me, it was very odd. I just want to know how you guys thought about it. So that's pretty wild. PJ, you brought this up in initial thoughts. You said the cast was amazing, and you're absolutely correct. The cast is amazing for me. They were just too young and too early on in their careers Knowing what we know now about the people that are in that movie, it, they didn't. I was watching. I was like, "Oh man, they're going to be so much better in like ten years." You know, I was like, "Ah, oh, that sucks." Ben Affleck was the only person who I was like, "That dude never changed." <laughs> <laughs> he was like the same guy when when the, when the kid goes and picks up the thing off the lawn. He's like, "What are you doing? Picking up garbage? Picking <laughs> <laughs> <Give> up trash?" <laughs> yeah. I had that. I had that. Like, he's he's, he's exactly the same guy. A little. A little over the top with his aggravation and aggression, but still like the same kind of tone and the same delivery his yeah. entire career. He never changed. No, I, we gotta take your we gotta take your truck. My car's the car's long. And then he's upset that he gets no response. It's like, is that okay? <laughs> are you gonna say anything? Are we gonna have to cut and do this again? What are you doing? <laughs> I like when he initially pulls up <laughs> like you hear O'Banion. And it's like, yeah, what a dumb shit. What a dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> dumb shit is a yeah. very funny insult, even today. <laughs> <laughs> dumb shit's great. Like when he goes, when he, gets, when he catches the kids at the house and his mom, the mom pulls the shotgun, that like, it's the same thing we talked about a couple of uh, these episodes ago when he went and said the hello thing. Like he's, he's he's like oh I'm sorry I was just escorting your yeah. son to school. <laughs> like it's all the same. He's done the same. Really his whole career he's never changed. Ben Affleck nails it. Um, he's he's so good. He really he looks the part and he just he just he nails the he nails that role. Yeah, he was good. Where the girls are doing their whole ritual and um, Anthony and and Michael Wright um, who's actor's name i'm gonna forget but when they're sitting up against the car and they're like <laughs> and they're essentially talking about how ridiculous it is like the the entire community is just turning their heads they're allowing this at the very least they're looking the other way i mean they're they're letting them use the parking lot they're selling concessions <laughs> They're selling concessions is hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. It's right up there. Another great line he delivers is where he compares the note that the football players have to sign to Neo McCarthyism. And then Tony's in the back. He's like, Neo McCarthyism, I like that. He's like, yeah, hey, good for you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I like after he tells him about the Lincoln dream and he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just lost his life. <laughs> It's such an awkward. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the. <laughs> they're driving around trying to figure out what to do, 
and he says he was like he's like want, I'm gonna want to be a lawyer, you know, ACLU. But he's like I just realized today I don't like any of the people that I was saying I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna you know I want to help. And they're like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to dance. <laughs> I just want to dance. It's out of left field. Uh, like, when he says it, I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> I love that line, and I wish. Remember when I told you guys that freaking asshole who asked me if this is my dream job? I wish I had that one on deck. If I would have said I want to dance. That would have just been a win for like the next two months. That would have been the greatest mood ever. I'm like, you know what I just told this guy? <laughs> Is this your dream job? No, not really. Oh, what do you want to do? I want to dance. <laughs> I just want to dance. Oh, man. That's funny as hell. Yeah, that was a good one. I love that line. That, uh, that chase scene when the kids are coming out of school yeah. and. They have the the truck that I love. They like pull up to the side of the kid's brother's car. Yep. And they find out it's them. That chase scene's insane. It is. It's a good yeah. one. First, because they like a fourteen year old. That kid's just peeling out, driving like sixty miles an hour down side streets <laughs> in a residential community. <laughs> yeah. No, they did that. They did not care at all. At all. I love that line too from Ben Affleck. Ducks on the pond. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. They why show up? I know that they had to, you know, do the do the weed deal real quick. But why even show up that early? Just wait. And I know that that didn't end up being the thing that actually busted the party. It was the beer guy showing up early. Yeah. And to his credit, he tried. He right? tried. I mean, he did try to sell it. Very cool. Um, that was Definitely, very cool of him. Yeah. I think that the kids played it off pretty well, though. They flirted with the mom a bit just to throw her off sure. guard. Mm -hmm. And then they said, oh, you're – so uh, what's his name's going with you? And she's like, no, he's staying home. Like, oh, okay. They tried it was to good. They just didn't have to be there. Just they wait. Didn't. I well, mean, Slater, like once... Slater needed that weed. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> I, dis I disagree. He needs to be there. He wanted to have that in hand before the party. Did you? Because – well, Go ahead. ahead. Uh, you guys uh, missed when the dad was – knocking on the door and everybody's trying to clean up and he's sitting in that pod did you see him like weighing it in his hand <laughs> yeah. just to make sure he didn't get ripped off i love that that's so good yeah he only also, paid five bucks for it he didn't pay for the whole thing <laughs> I was just saying, that was the other point like they, he gets his, his friend uh i'm forgetting uh what's the it's guy pink man, right pink pink pickford is the guy who's having the party pickford yes. is pickford, mm -hmm. the one who sells it to him and then when he's like, oh, it's this much money. And Slater goes to Pink. He's like, hey, can you spot me? And Pink's just like, what are How about, PJ, he did something that reminded me of actually like what you do sometimes. He did a Popeye reference and then laughed at his own joke because nobody else got it. When he was like, can you give me five bucks? I'll pay you Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Wimpy. Wimpy's for the hamburgers. <laughs> I'll pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. today. <laughs> and he like and he says, "I'll pay you Tuesday or some shit." Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't but nobody else got it, but he's like laughing at himself. What <laughs> he did, I love that. I like I like how the ten dollars came up later in the movie too. I don't know if you guys caught it, but when they were going to buy the six pack, and Don was pretending he was going to steal it, and he was like, "Does anyone cash on him? Cash on him?" He's like, "No, nah, I gave it to Slater." I just like that. It's very minor. It probably means nothing, but they at least brought it back up. Like he gave all his cash so Slater can get his weed. <laughs> That's just, really cool. It's I good know looking that. out on his part. That was really good. <laughs> good catch. Yeah. 
that Dawson kid, he was an animal. He was the one in the overalls. Yeah. When he went up, tried to get the teacher to sleep with him, that was... <laughs> right before, I love when he fake punches the nerdy kid. I oh, love so good! So much, and then, he, and then he slips through the door that's closing. He yep. doesn't hold it open. <laughs> he just like glides right through. It's so cool. It's like everything you hate about like the football players in high oh, school, yeah. but he also nails it to a T. Where like yep. you're already on board. And you're like, this guy's awesome. I would be yep. friends with him if I could. I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely knew that guy. No doubt. About <laughs> Everybody I, knew that guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Every high school has them. I think that's the other thing that this movie did so well. They, they, like Each of their characters was almost like everyone knew someone like that person in high school. Definitely. Definitely. They crush it. That's the whole thing. Like high school is high school, right? It all, you, you, there's always that person. They're just dressed differently and exactly. whatever. But it's all the same people. We all do the same things. It was so funny. That Who do you got? <laughs> because of what do you got going on in here let me check it out <laughs> he's like trying to get that girl to come out come he's like trying to get the one chick out let's, let's go get naked right now <laughs> it's the middle of the day it's not even lunch <laughs> it's 10 you should relax buddy <laughs> and then as they're, as they're leaving the class and she's like just remember that when you're celebrating the bicentennial that uh, oh, yeah. told, you know, a bunch of white guys didn't want to pay their taxes and Pink runs out like yeah <laughs> like, he's just like totally okay with it he's like whatever it's the last day of school <laughs> fun fact did you guys know that they spent a sixth of the movie budget on the soundtrack. That's $1.15 million on a $6.9 million budget for the soundtrack. They spent $25,000 to get Sweet Emotion to play in the beginning of that song. They spent another eighteen or 20000 for the Hurricane song when he walks in the Emporium. Here comes the that. story of Hurricane. Yeah, $1.15 million of that movie was based on the soundtrack. That's how much he believed that that needed to be there. Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. All right, guys, let's review this real fast. PJ, why don't you tell me what you got for Dazed and Confused? Dazed and Confused. Review. Easy. It's a five. Um, oh, yeah, it's a five. You can, you can stare all you want. Um, it is everything you want in a movie, in a fun movie. It's great cast, great soundtrack, quotable, funny, um, has one of the one of the best closing scenes, which we didn't get into, so I'll say it real quick. When uh, What's-His-Name says, you know, I, I, all I want to say is I did it the best I, I could while yes. I was uh, stuck in this place. I did this while I was stuck in this place. And then it's followed up by Pink saying, hmm, yeah, it's fine, but if uh, if I ever reflect on these years being the best of my life, kill myself. And I think that is a good summation <laughs> of high school. Like, you sure. just you want to do the best you can, but at the same time, you're like, God, what am I doing here? Um, <laughs> and it's a movie that everyone can relate to. It's amazing. It doesn't miss. And, like, you made a point about, like, the actors being better later on, but in the moment, they nail it. It's a five. I'm going to go next, Taylor, so you can sandwich sure. me in between because I am a three. So mm -hmm. you can sandwich me in between. 
and you guys can do your thing. But for me, it wasn't great at first. I told you guys I had to watch it a few times to understand that I get it now. It's cool, but it's not. There's there's really no story to to speak of. It's really just a thrown together. It's a nostalgia film. He nailed it. Don't get me wrong. If this was his high school career, he crushed it as far as visual was concerned. As far as like we've talked about multiple times, the cars, um, the 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 soundtrack was definitely a five. Um, he crushed that portion of it. I felt like I was a part of the seventies. Do I think it's a five star? Absolutely not. I don't think it's a five star movie at all. I think it was a very good movie to watch. Now I can watch it again and I'll enjoy it. But it's going to be a three for me. Definitely not higher than that. All right. So I'm so excited right now to get in, involved right here. Um, five star. I'm so glad PJ's on board for the five star. I thought I was the lone five coming in. I thought PJ was going to do the strong four, which I couldn't disagree with. Um, I mean, come on. Um, it's so good. <laughs> It's so good. There's so, again, so many quotable lines. It's just, it's exactly what you want from this specific movie. And I think you shouldn't look any deeper into it than that. It's so much fun. It's a night out in high school when you're not in high school anymore, right? I mean, I'm at 25 right now. There's no more nights out in high school happening. So this is the easy look back. It's it's great. I I can't disagree. The the cast is awesome. The content of the movie is ridiculous. The soundtrack's crazy. Cars are awesome. It's just one of those ones where I could just check every single little box and just be like, ah, oh, they nailed it. And this is that one for me. Five stars. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please join us next time when we pair Ready Player One with Maker's Mark 46. Until then, cheers. Thank <laughs> you.